This is it for the last time for a few months. Get them on side. The grand final edition. Well, you can't call it a grand final edition. We did the grand final edition three weeks ago. But this is our final. So it's our, it's the season ending, Joel Kane, Sean Ormerod, good morning. 10 a.m. Monday. I've had two hours sleep watching the golf. You've had a big weekend. Sean's been sunbaking all weekend. If you don't behave, I will show the photo of Sean Ormerod with just a hint of ab poking through a tee. That that was office for the day material. Hello oh, to you. Yes. It was a pro- yeah. It was a private message, but what do they say? Keep your um, keep your enemies closer. Um, yeah, and Shook showing the world by, by the sound. Uh, well, every hang on, every NRL video, sex video, how do you think they start? They start from private message. <laughs> yeah. So just to be very, very careful. But you are halfway through quarant halfway through quarantine. How how yeah. how, how are you you still with the missus? You two have been boarded up together for a long time with nowhere to go. It's been one of the great miracles of twenty twenty that she's survived uh, with me. No, she, we're still here. We're still going strong. It has been. We've been in each other's pockets for a long, long time. But we're uh, this is we've just turned uh, week two of quarantine, um, and that photo is pretty much how I'm passing the time. It was a beautiful weekend, so we're out in the. Uh, I also had the budgies out the out the back there on the banana lounge, getting a bit of a tan. So it's uh, has it been has it been too bad? Never got Origin to look forward to. Yeah, what made it worse? And by the way, I've not. I never forward on those scandalous photos or, or rumours. I don't like to increase rumours, but I may have shown you the picture. Yeah, you did. Now, the picture, for those at home to visualise, there's a deck, what. there's a pool chair. So you're assuming that there's water in close vicinity, which there's not, right, which makes it worse. <laughs> Here he is laying back on a towel, right, with nothing but bright pink <laughs> budgies on. And I'll tell you what, Joel. he's seen some sun too. It, Hasn't he just? Oh, yeah. I, I think there's a coconut oil situation. Oh, yeah. but, so now we're no. visual. Now we're visual. It, this is actually unfair what we're doing in teasing a visual without showing the visual. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's, I that's I'm all not, we're going to do. It's I'm not in possession of the photo. No. If I was in possession of the photo, <laughs> no, 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 you could bet it would be being It's shown. on Twitter now, so just go and check it out. <laughs> but no, listen, but I'm the complete opposite. No, so we not. went away on the weekend and. About the last couple of years, Christmas has rolled around or summer's rolled around, and I've been wearing the rashi, as I've told you blokes that before. And the rashi has nothing to do with sun protection. It's all about ego protection, right? What's the rashi? You know, like the long-sleeve uh, wet shirt that you wear. Oh, a T-shirt. Yeah, it's a rashi. They call it a rashi. Oh, so I've been wearing hang, that. Hang anyway, on. anyway. It's a T-shirt to hide your gut. <laughs> that's what it is. Of course it I, is. That's, I'm on board with that. So this year I ripped it off, and I've ripped it off for about 30 seconds. I strolled over to mate. I said, mate, Put a few kegs on. But you know what? I actually don't care. So I'm walking around the pool for about 30 seconds out in the joint. The next thing I get this text message and it says, oh, put your shirt back on, please. <laughs> right? And of all places, we're away up in the Hunter Valley and st- they said, come and have a beer. This is 10.30 in the morning. Yeah. Up on the deck, it's the Tigers boys of 05. Oh, wow. They're all sitting up there. Next thing you know, five minutes later, we've got a beer in our hands and it's 10.37am. Wow. But, uh, geez, they're good fellas. Oh, and, hang on. Tigers of 05. Well, yeah. it's not the anniversary. Yeah, 15 years. But 15 is... That sounds like they're doing it every... What oh, I'm saying yeah, is yeah, they do no one has enjoyed a premiership more than the 05 yeah, Tigers. Yeah, that's right. And I'll tell good you what. Them. Uh, as I said, because my mate got, got introduced to me, he said, mate, geez, they're good blokes, those fellas. Yeah. I said, mate, I reckon that's why they won the comp. You know, I reckon just they just same age. remained a solid. Can you name the, the pack? I was thinking about this. Can you name the Scandalous. pack? Scandalous. starting. Farah. Yeah. Mark O'Neill. Yes. 
Liam Fulton, is he? Is he? No, I don't think he's there at that point. He's there in the, the seventeen. In the, okay. Uh, Bryce Gibbs, no bench. bench. Um, Lafranchi, yes, starting. Yep, front row. Lafranchi, Farris, Scando, O'Neill. Front row. I need the back row. The oh, Hallatow is thirteen. Yes, yes. so, so you're, you're I'm missing. One away. You're missing one. Yes, Hyington. No, no Hyington's no, on the bench. No, 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 Who is it? Bengalier. Ah. Yeah, the bench was Hyington. He wore 15 in both grand finals Okay, when he played for the Sharks. Hyington, Todd Payton. Ah, yes. Liam Fulton. It's a good bench. Yeah. And who was the fourth? Anyway. Let's move. Gibbsy, Bryce Gibbs. Let's who, got best on, who got best on ground? The beers, sure. Ooh, still, uh, still there were a few it. wounded. There were a few wounded on the, on the uh, Saturday morning. Uh, Daniel Fitzhenry's always close. He's a good-looking bloke too, Fitzy, but uh, he, he's generally up there in the mix. <laughs> was he in the centres in the... He was on the on the dingling, scored a try on the okay. wing. Okay. Uh, by the way, we, we, we promise you winners on this podcast. We don't provide them, but thank God we have guests that do. Have a listen to this. Paul Gow, last week, could not have been more prescient with his prediction for the Masters. He's already got my money. Is so there's there's two actually. It's McElroy and Dustin Johnson. Mm. If I'm spending a hundred bucks on the Masters, based on what you're saying, I'm going to have fifty on Johnson to get about five hundred back, uh, forty yep. on McElroy at thirteen dollars to get a similar amount back. So yes. I've got ten bucks to spend on a roughie. Who's who's my roughie as my saver? Yeah, I'm going to go to Cam Smith. I knew he was going to say that. Yeah. So Dustin Johnson, he was okay odds. Yeah. I mean, it's golf. I think he was nine fifty nine dollars. Uh, apart from a rough sort of half an hour earlier this morning, was never going to lose. No. And I hope you got on Cam Smith, top three, top five each way. Best o- best Aussie was four bucks. We told you best Aussie four dollars. So what price is he to win the whole thing? Then I, I would have been. I, I've got to be honest. Fifties, I reckon, wasn't he? Oh, more. I reckon. Oh, was he sixty-seven eighty-one? Wow. But for something like that, it, well, it's like when you've got a tip for a ten to one shot in a horse race. You just got to have it each way. Yeah. Because you don't want it to get it so close. Honourable defeat. Yeah, I did that with Prince of Aaron, who I did not have each way. But you know what, Cam Smith. Oh, don't start me on no, Cam Smith. No, he's, he's a Bambi today. He, Cam Smith has made the, the it. Runs the rugby league player. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Cam yeah. Smith. Yeah. So Cam Smith, he, or Cameron Smith, he is the first player in Masters history, is my understanding, to shoot 60s on all four days. Yeah, which which kind of is wonderful by him, but it kind of puts an asterisk on it that if someone, firstly, has, no one has ever done it. Because you're saying the time of the year, the course. Time and, of the year. Oh, the course was soaked. It yeah. wasn't... It, 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 there's no asterisk because it was a full Masters field. Yeah. But there is an asterisk on the because, scoring. because he got 20 under Dustin Johnson. So that's a Masters record. Cam Smith does something that's never been done before and he doesn't even win. Yeah. He was great. So, so um, in 50 years' time, Johnson's going to have this record still. <coughs> yeah. That is in different circumstances what it's ordinarily that's played. That's right. Yes. That's right. But anyway, it was a fabulous week. Um, what, what I love most about Nick Faldo's commentary is that he can turn anything into getting it back to Nick Faldo. He could turn talking about this cup of coffee into one of his master's wins. <laughs> it's unbel- it's it's phenomenal. Yeah. The CBS coverage I, is the most pretentious sports coverage in the world. Yes. Is this Bambi? No. No. no oh, that's, wow, that's, Bambi's that's, must be good today. Oh, that's in Bambi, Bambi areas. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's go to Bambi, hey? <laughs> Uh, I'll save mine because I've already had a little shot. Okay. Uh, mine, 
Oh, by the way, my Bambi of last week, where the office for the day, uh, I was getting a lot of text messages and uh, messages around the office of the day. And I love that from the knockabouts. Uh, send us your office for the day. But it's spreading, Dan. It's, it's a plague-like mm. status now. Yep. It's morphed into the cricket. Yeah. Did you like my one directly at you yeah, on Wednesday night? Yes, I only I did. did that for you. I did. I and then I got all these people who thought they were very clever. I think, oh, office for the day, office for the day. Yes, that was the point. It yeah, was, yeah. I was, I was <laughs> trying to rile him up before an origin call. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And look, look, I've caught a few here. Brent, Brent Reid, guilty. Oh, no. Our man Dave Riccio, guilty. And there was a host of others, uh, which, you know, you, you can find them yourself. But Trent Copeland is now guilty. He's there at the cricket. Now, do we know Trent Copeland enough to know yeah, whether... Yeah, I'm mates with Trent, Trent. Now, we've got to find out, is he taking the piss? Yes. Well, let's have a look. Have we got the tweet? Uh, we haven't got the tweet. So, it was a picture of at um, the GWS Giants Stadium. Clearly in the commentary box. Yeah. Your notes there. You know and, I don't like the notes it was in the shot. And the, it was verbatim, office, office for the for day. The day. Yes. So, people try and put a little tweak on it to try and hide that they're a wanker. But yes. he's just gone. It's word for word. I think he's. Uh, I think he's playing along. Yeah, I think, yeah, so. I think he might be. I think we need to find out. But he that. needed to tag us in, didn't he? Does that mean that? Well, I hope for his sake that yes, he's taken the sure. five. I'm not. He seems like a good bike. I think I've met he's him once bloke. or twice uh, out of the old Fox Sports News, and I think. I think he... He I, is a great bloke. I can't tell. Yeah. I don't know what's in the, I don't know if he's bluffing or if he's got pocket aces. I don't know. I've got one. I've got one. Uh, I've got one for this week. Keep an eye on it because he's prolific and I love the bloke. Yeah. Peter Basoldis, Gaming Queensland. Mate, yeah, I tell you what, you are gunning for his job. Salty Mate, you will are be guilty this week for, for Office of the Day. I can promise you that. But, but hang on, Joel. Yes. Office for the day. This is your thing. This yeah. Is, because you, of course, don't show off in any sense. <laughs> your your office for the day. Yeah. What about you and yeah. the wankery yeah. of not only having, and congratulations, you had yeah. a horse that had a win. Yeah, guilty. But you were, you were videoing yourself celebrating. Not myself. You Mate, you couldn't jump into that bloke's picture fast enough no, to celebrate. No, 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 no. Sean, well, Sean, is this not peak office for the day yeah, wankery? Guilt, yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, yes. I, I'm also I'm also shooting you, mate, for the, the whip with the, the white tablecloth. You were clearly at a nice <laughs> there was ta- There was white tablecloths as far as I can see. <laughs> Look, no, on. Tables well, and he was whipping the horse over the tablecloth. It's a, yeah, it's a, bit of, it's a bit of character. Okay, Sean, okay. Now... This horse, uh, this is a great story. I'll let you tell it if you want, yeah. but it basically came from it was it was a busted ass. It came back. It wasn't supposed to win, and it did. Why are you recording yourselves watching the race? I'm I'm thinking it's going to win now, and I'm recording it for our mates, right? And yes, guilty. The initial recording is for the mates to share with them. No, 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 no. And no. then you're, I've had you're a few missing my point. No, and that's you, why no, you no, shouldn't. Joel, 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 Joel. <laughs> Joel, the prosecution hasn't rested. Hey, I'm guilty. No, 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 no. I've got an even bigger accusation to make oh yes was this recorded five minutes after the race and you've rewound the tape and you've pretended oh. to be watching the race that the that, prosecution oh, oh, oh. puts nah, that that's, to that's the def- jury that's defamation <laughs> oh, here, here we it go. is okay we're watching it okay so you think this is uh here he, here he well, but why are you we're, recording we're away, it because this is like he I, doesn't know i'm recording it right why are you recording it what's the f- because <laughs> I, I know it's oh, oh, you've turned, you've turned guilty, the camera straight guilty. on yourself, mate. Put the handcuffs on I me. think you've lost all rights to office for the no, day. No, but you know That's why? That's the ultimate office yes, for I'm, the day. Yes, I'm guilty, Your Honour. Sorry to our podcast. I'm podca- guilty, Your Honour. Most of our audience are podcasts, so yes. apologies 
You'll have to find. Can we put that on YouTube? I, I know we're. Ca- I don't think. Obviously, okay, we'll put on you. Yeah, because hey, people should be guilt, able to see. I, that. I am guilty, right? I'm guilty. But where I'll uh, stand myself apart from the other of those who are guilty is that they do this stuff all the time, right? We know oh, you're so we're allowed to be a wanker no, once. That's yeah, what you're saying. I'm guilty. <laughs> and, and also, too, it's a good lesson for you kids at home. Don't post when you've had a few drinky poos, right? So anyway, right? So I, I, I know it is wankery. But the story of the horse, it's a really good story. Yeah. And and I had a feeling it might win. I thought I'm going to film my mate to share to the greater group in case it wins, right? And at about seven or eight bucks. Anyway, so what happens is the horse gets injured two years ago, retired, right? Retired. It's injured, never races again. So it lives in a paddock and it's moved around on paddocks because the bushfires are coming around. And then after about two years, the guy who's looking after the horse says, geez, the horse looks happy. Do you want to give another crack? So it comes back, runs. Then the trainer says, nah, injured again. It's retired for good. Then it comes out on a bloody big race day and wins. It's a, it was very, very, very special. Good. So I wanted very to get good. the celebration on film, which I did, but guilty, Your Honour. Guilty. <laughs> you're you've filming. Tainted, you've you, tainted the, the whole this experience is, now. now, that, now this that is a three wrong. strikes and you're out theory. One, it's off. Uh, I, hey, everyone, I own a horse. Two, <laughs> two. I, I own that much. Doesn't of it, matter. And that's probably exaggerating. But you didn't put that in your. T- hey, I'm a horse. It's like, uh, who was that race commentator that. I didn't had- say I even owned it. Yes, you did. No, it was in the tweet. It said, well, how did I know you're an owner? It, you must have intimated no, 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 in the no, tweet. No, 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 defamation again. Okay. Who was it that had uh, Fields of Omar? Who was the Melbourne Oh, yeah, it? yeah, Brian Martin. 0.01% of Fields of Omar. No. Oh, well, it was a small he amount. He found the horse. <laughs> it's the greatest sporting story in Australia. That's the that's the greatest. A, a commentator part owns a horse is the greatest. What, to get it into a cox plate to win the race, to call the race, and he does it. Twice! It's the best story okay. ever. All right. Maybe not 0.01. Maybe I, I took... It's and he seems like a nice st- bloke, that bloke. So, Hello, broadcast. Uh, uh, yes, see, isn't it, isn't it fun to say? Okay, hello. I don't... This oh, is, I hope we have. We have Trent Copeland on uh, the line. Yes. Have you organised this? No. Uh, Shane Gould, no, our no, producer. No. Joel, this is your baby. You can take it away. Trent, uh, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Trent. Do you know why we're calling you? Not a clue. Uh-huh. Not a clue, but I'm happy to be here, lads. Okay, right. So what we've been on about, there's a plague in sport at the moment around commentators who are in privileged positions having the need, and it's, it's widespread in rugby league, to post a shot inside the commentary box using the term office for the day. Oh, uh, yeah, got me. So, I did it yesterday. Yes. <laughs> so where we're going here, we weren't sure whether you're taking the PL double five at us. Or you've just done it anyway? Oh, no. He's just done it. Yeah, I've just done it, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Keep an eye on it, Trent, because it's, it's rife at the moment in media, and I hope it doesn't spread too Don't far in your sport. It. Don't what, soft-cock no. it. No, you no, got him on the line. Yeah, but this is probably the one person we couldn't have it happen to, because you know why? He's married... To the lovely Kim Green. Ah, yes. So that might automatically spill into the netball. And if it hits netball, one of the biggest sports in Australia, <laughs> we're stuffed, aren't we? They tell me, and Trent can probably speak to this, you know, we think about Mad Mondays and, and, and uh, footballers. I'm told, Trent, the netball girls, when uh, they get on a Mad Monday or go on a tour, are as loose as anyone. Is that right? Well, they party hard, that's for sure. That's exactly... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Bad terminology from the host. I didn't mean it that way. I meant, <laughs> I meant they just... They, they go hard. He they, squared they, it up, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Well yeah. played. 
they're trying to. Hey, uh, you know what? I, I'm just really glad that Jolly. You know, you are the messiah of all the commentary teams. Yep. You know, making sure that we're all held Czar. in check. Yeah, right? you yeah. Know? yeah. that's right. The self-appointed czar of. Uh, of... <laughs> Now, Trent, have you got cricket to call this year? Is your mob still doing it, or what the hell's going on? Yeah, we are, mate. Yeah, I've been doing the WBBL since yes. I've been back from the Shield Hub. Um, the last weekend's been really good, and then the Test India have arrived, so it's all planned. Beautiful. It's be happening, but there's stuff going on in Adelaide at the moment, which is where the first Test is with COVID, so fingers yeah. crossed it all clears up. I hope so. Well, apparently, the, uh, I know the Indians are going to stay at the Adelaide Oval, the new hotel, though. Right. So they should be fine. But, uh, Trent, what were the figures? I'm going to let you brag here because he won't. This bloke won't. <laughs> what did you take the other day? Five for what? Well, it was some ridiculous figures. Yeah, it was five for 17. Cool. It was, uh, yeah, it was a good day, and we ended up winning by one wicket. We had a couple of amazing wins in the shield up, so... Yeah, no, I'm not going to blow my own trumpet. But, no, you should. Uh, that one, you should blow your own trumpet. That was, and, and you know what, Joel? It's on KO yep. Live, the Sheffield Shield. It's ah. a Cricket Australia production, so it's a little primitive. But it is live cricket basically every day. So you can get us and the cricket That's exactly. on KO. I like that you've put us first. Yeah. Anyway, you've been a good sport. Now, Copes, before you go... Um, oh, let him go. He's got a life, No, mate. no, 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 no. Copes, before you go, uh, two questions. First question, they're asking the NRL superstars who's their number one opponent that they'll you know, love playing against but very much revered. Who's yours in the cricketing sense? As a player or yeah, as a team? as a player, as an individual player. Look, I've got to say, and he he doesn't play anymore, but Ricky Ponting, mm. when I played against Tassie, um, saw him play, played against him, played with him. It was the kind of guy that you walk into a change room or walk into a, an arena and play against, and he just carried an aura with him. So he was the guy that just always made you go up a gear. Rightio, next question, because we are a punting podcast. Who's the person that you think is going to jump out of the ground in the Test Series? So, therefore, we're thinking most wickets for Australia, perhaps, or highest runs. Who's the sort of play that you're seeing on the rise? Good question. Well, great question. Um, look, I think all the talk at the moment is about Marnus Lavashane, and uh, rightly so. Uh, but I actually think this summer might be one of the other guys to jump out of the pack, and it could even be young Will Pekowski, who's got Ooh. two double hundreds in a row, putting pressure on Joe Byrne. So, I definitely reckon he'd be at smoky price. Um, and also, you know, a good chance coming off two double hundreds. Um, sensitive question because there's been mental health issues with Will and, and it seems like he's coming out the other side. Uh, will he play in the Test Series? He certainly, we know he's good enough, Trent, but do you think he'll, the first Test that he, he, he will be there? Well, it's going to be a, a serious contest and India's bowling attack last time they were out here two summers ago, they really took our batters to the sword. So I... I don't know whether necessarily the Aussies might go with him straight up mm. or whether they go with the tried and tested with Joe Burns and, and Davey Warner. JL's been talking about that synergy they have together, even though Joe's been in a little bit of a form dip. So, look, I think he's good enough. And, yeah, I, I don't know whether it'll be from Test 1, mm. but it might be, you know, somewhere during that series. Geez, look at that. He came on so you could take the piss out of him, Joel. No. And he's actually delivered for us on the Absolutely. podcast. Absolutely. He's a star <laughs> man. There's no question All about right. that. Lovely we, man. you got some NFL to watch. So, uh, off you go, Trent. Thank you very much, mate. You're a good sport.
Cheers, lads. Thanks for having me. Thanks, what a coach. nice bloke. I can't believe you're putting him in the same category as the as other, you. As the <laughs> as wankers. You. As you. you. You're the one that did it. You're the one that did it. With you could hear the shame in his voice as well when he when he trigged what we we're on about. You could you could really hear the shame in his voice that he posted that. I doubt we'll see that again from Cubs. You think yeah. so? Yeah. Yeah. So a bold person. But potentially arrogant would actually do it the next time. Yeah, you double down. Would, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I would do. But Trent's yeah. too nice to do that. Uh, we continue. Look, how about can we load up the Bambi theme again? I think because oh. it was interrupted. I think it's got to be an unbroken. You need to go again. Well, so you've had yours. Oh, Are you done no, with yours? No, I only just got started on mine. Okay. All right. It's Bambi himself. Right, so mine is like the entree, and I'm assuming you're going to finish strong, right? Now, to the businesses out there who want to skimp and be tight asses and dress someone up and send them out on the road with a bit of cardboard flashing around at people, oh, no. I immediately won't buy from you. You're being a tight oh, ass, and you're man. making a gig of someone in the process who's probably getting paid next to nothing an hour. They're accepting the, they're accepting no, the terms. Yeah, but but there's, give them other jobs to do, please. Putting them on a major road, dressed up. But it's right, to get your attention, then, which yeah, works. Yeah, well, it gets my attention to say... Here's the pen, not shopping with you. Bad, bad marketing, cheapskate, don't like it. Do you like it? I'll tell you what, Joel. Have you ever, have you ever on the back of one of those signs, no, said, you know why? I'm going to charge into that you shop? You know why I don't? Not because, of, uh, because I think I'm better than them, uh, but because, <laughs> because it's the main road. Yeah. So <laughs> even if I was drawn into whatever that person was selling, I, I don't really need Jiffy Lube or, or Lubemobile or something, which it tends to be that sort of product anyway yep. at that time. Yes. But it's on the main road. How, how, <laughs> I can't just go, ooh, I can't just pull in yeah. and go, right, I'll, I'll go and get them. <laughs> what do you think, Cole Miner? Uh I can't say I've ever uh, I've ever ducked in. It's, it's usually a type of seeding sort of uh, uh, property, isn't it, where, they, where they're out the front. It's either what's yeah. like one of those big uh, the flailing. Run. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm more I'm more to play on past that. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's more. You're you're talking about bad work conditions. I'm tipping it's nephew. You know, it's you know freight the Fredo mm. of the family is, <laughs> is is being stuck out there. Fredo baggins, yeah, just getting paid ten bucks and you know a oh, Mars bar yeah. or something. No, it's, they should be in it. Sean Ormorod. I don't think you delivered a Bambi last week, so you are due. No, I didn't. It was disappointing. Yeah, so I'm, I'm off the off the rebound. I just want to touch on um, very quickly. What is with these piss week run through banners that rugby league seems to need sort of once every couple of months? We might have seen the most piss week run through banner of all time last Wednesday night in Origin Two. Now, uh, rugby league it does. It's got a long and very very horrible history with these with these banners going all the way back to when Sterling couldn't break the tape um, over there <laughs> in over in the states. But not only did we have to endure the ten kilometre walk of the of the Blues team from God knows where they were. But when they entered the field, it was this, I, I don't think you call it a banner. It was it was taller than James Tedesco anyway. So when he ran through, it, he didn't have to duck. But it was already sort of half broken open like a curtain. Who is making these banners? And why is it so bloody hard to get it right? It's a bit of crepe paper and some sticky tape. Joel, I, mean, I, it, I didn't even notice awesome. this. Joel, did you oh, even notice they ran through a banner? You know who makes the banners? Oh, the kids. The people who are dressed up inside those things on the side of the road. <laughs> exactly. I'm a bit pre. I'm, I'm just excited to hear yours, dear. Oh, they're not. No, we've pumped them up too much. Uh, I am going for a proper Bambi in a moment. But first up, Cam Smith. Um, rugby league player. Get rugby league player. Cam. 
the only thing golf Cam Smith has going for him that's Bambi worthy is that stupid moustache. But it's like Simon Davis back in the eighties, the <laughs> the Victorian fast bowler. But uh, no, Cameron Smith, footballer, and the book. Um, there's only a very select few reasons why someone of prominence would write a book. Money. Well, he doesn't need the money. Um, deprivation syndrome. Well, he's in the spotlight. He doesn't need the attention. Or it's to set up the next phase of his life. So a politician might have done the dirty or the wrong thing. So you write the mea culpa and then you go into the next phase of your life. And you sort, you've sort of said, oh, I've dealt with all that. Um, Cam has tried to rewrite history and has brought up the salary cap. Mm. Now, if you're going to write a book, you've got to go down this path. I'm not saying he shouldn't have gone down this path. I'm just saying he shouldn't have written a book. I didn't see... He's he's gone into the alleged affair with Yvonne, um, uh, which was, you know, something that was talked about within media circles, but I don't think it was ever publicly acknowledged. Now, now, poor Yvonne's been in the media for the last week mm. when she didn't deserve that. Uh, and But, it, but my, my issue is... Whenever we bring up Melbourne Storm and, oh, that's their sixth premiership or their sixth grand final, but their fourth premiership, any time we put an asterisk on it, you get those Melbourne people that Sean knows very well that are very insular and think that Sydney people hate them when Sydney people don't spend a second thinking about them, um, thinking that we have it in for them. Oh, why do you keep bringing up 2010? They're not the only team to ever cheat. Fine. But why is Cam bringing something up from 10 years ago that we weren't asking questions about, like like rewriting history? Do, do you honestly think players weren't aware that they were cheating the cap? Mm. Oh, oh, honestly. Do you honestly think a boat turns up in someone's garage and that was part of a contract? Melbourne Storm fans, I, I think you're unlucky because I think half the clubs cheat in some way, minimum half the clubs. You just happen to give yourself up. It's like Canterbury got caught in 0-2 because it was a whistleblower. He was dark from the Oasis Project because he was getting dudded, so he went to the papers. Well, that's that's the other thing that's, that's the biggest threat in many ways, isn't it? The disgruntled ex-employer. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but he's, he's... Oh, here we go. I, I just have to, you know... <sighs> yeah. I enjoyed... Did you call the game on Friday night, the Women's Rugby League game? No. I enjoyed Mind it. Mind you, I was very keen on... To make to make it Upton was like two dollars fifty any time try score. Okay, it's not about you. Um, <laughs> I was I enjoyed it and it was very good rugby league. I don't think it's as good as we make out, but it was good. It was in it. Five hundred thousand people watched. And this is okay, this is my qualifier, people. Put a comp on. Not four weeks. You've got enough evidence to have a tip. People want to watch women's rugby league. Is it as good as the men? Obviously it's not. It's nowhere near it. But Half a million people watched. That's a normal Friday night football audience, or just a touch below. So people will watch this. But here's my issue. All the talk after the game is, how wonderful is women's rugby league? How wonderful was this game? When all the talk should have been about the way New South Wales stuffed up the last minute. And if we were equal opportunists, we would say and point out that if you score a try with 40 seconds to go and you're down by six, what do you do, Joel? Yeah, you don't take the kick. You don't take the kick. No. And I'll tell you what also you don't do. You don't celebrate. Mm. You don't jump up and down. No, you run back to the halfway you line. You run back to the halfway line. So what I'm saying is it was a fabulous game and th this should be a 10-week comp or a 12-week comp. There should be six teams and we should have three state of origins. I'm all for women's rugby league before you call me a sexist pig. But if we were equal... Can you imagine if New South Wales Blues men's team did this? scored with 40 seconds to go, jumped around and then didn't get back to their mark until there were seven seconds left and only had one play and then stuffed it up. 
We would slaughter them. We would have a field day. You would be on your radio show for a week. <laughs> Absolutely giving it to them. To, but because to because we can't we can't bag women, we can't bag women's rugby league, we say what a fabulous game it was. How far away do you think we're from, uh, well, from being able to do that, Dan? Are we, are we a couple of years away? I, I was disappointed no. that we didn't... Because I think they've earned the right to be smashed now to in the media because... We know the people. We know the personalities. There's a big enough audience watching. What it does by not bagging them, I think it actually does them a disservice Ooh. in that it, it's almost treating them like kids where I think they've earned the right now. They've been around long enough that they have earned, critis- they've earned the right to criticism. I'm saying that in a positive sense. So by, you know, they're not special needs. No, no. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, it's it's not like a situation where it's Commonwealth Bank Cup football where you don't bag them because they're kids or, you know, they've earned the... They are professional athletes. They made a, they made a blue. So I just don't understand why it's okay to say how wonderful it is, which it is, but on the other side you can't say um, what a stuff-up it was. So until we get to that point... We're not there. Let me say this, though. The sport is flying. Like, flying. They're, they're, honestly, Dan. The numbers. No, but the skill level. It is. It, it, it gets and, better every game. And it's the Ronda Rousey effect. So Ronda Rousey, when she came through with the, the, the wrestling, whatever it's called, what's it called? The UFC. 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 Uh, was an absolute superstar. Then within about four years, right. Ronda Rousey would be ranked about 500 because of this pipeline's coming through. My girl, I've got two girls who play football and touch football and all those sorts of things. It's so many young girls are coming through. So the skill level, and this is why they need to persevere with it, the skill level in in five, ten years is going to be very, 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 very good, which it is already now. And, but, but here's but, the thing, very quickly. Half a million people are watching it now, and I don't think the skill level is that great yet, and it will get better. And we've already got yeah. a baked-in audience who want to watch this this game. Yeah, but where where it to go to the next level where it needs to be treated seriously, for once, as a, for, for one as a dad, I'd make it 11 aside. I think that would make it more inclusive for more girls out there if it wasn't so bash, barge, brutal. That's but the other thing, the other thing is, they do need to play more games. Like you can't have exactly. You'd have a player who's played 30 career games. In the 30 includes three grand finals and two origins, and they need to play more games. hundred percent. You know what I mean, and 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 so they should because, as you said, it rates. Yes. Um, and the skill level is only going to get better. But please, from a parent's point of view, whoever's running this game, can you make it eleven aside and open it up to so many more athletes? It's so uh, it, it leaves so many kids out by making it thirteen okay. aside. And, and I hope Peter Valandis looks at and he's ratings obsessed and it looks at Friday night and says, "Well, hang on, geez, hang on, we've got something that we're giving away." Because I'm pretty sure Nine and Fox don't pay for the rights for women's football. I think it's just a little add-on. It's a little, please show this for us so we can get a bit of exposure. I have Volandis looks at it and goes, hang on, we can monetize. Hang on, there's something here. We can monetize this. We can have, I don't know, Monday night football during the that, week. That, that's, but that's, it's like you need to do like the college football and say, this is your day. This is you, your day. You, you own this day. It's yep. only women's rugby that's league right. here. And then you get more and more girls coming through, 11 aside. Because right now we've got four clubs who are being made to pay up as if they're providing a charity by having women's, the women's teams. Yeah. Okay, because there's no money in the game. What I, I said this weeks ago, it's time for the game to monetize this properly and to say, right, this is a separate comp. 
we're selling the rights. Nine and Fox, you can bid, or I shouldn't say this, as are my bosses. I'm now saying they should have to pay more money. But, you know, maybe in the next rights deal. So we're actually going to, much like women's BBL, much like um, uh, women's AFL, it is now a separate product. And if you want to be part of this, you've got to pay. And if someone wants a license fee, they've got to pay, but they're going to get a piece of the women's rights. Or, and, and even have a Challenge Cup. The old-fashioned Amco Cup. Sure. Have a knockout system. That's it, it's There's plenty there. And let me make it clear. My Bambi is not at the girls uh, because women's players, men's players, kids make mistakes. No, we're all on board. It's the media that we are not mature enough to treat the women as equals and to say they made a terrible error at the end. And that should have been the talking point, not how wonderful. You know, not, not everything's puppy dogs and ice cream. No, no. I've, I've anyway, it'll be a brave person, though, who's the first one to really dip their toe in the water. Well, um, well, yeah, hang on. Did you, not, you not just hear my last 10 minutes? <laughs> No, no, no. That's, that doesn't count. I'm talking mainstream media. Someone really call it out. Um, it'll take a. It'll take a. All right, I'll do it on Wednesday night on Triple M. Is that mainstream enough for you? I will say it's the, one of the dumbest <laughs> plays I've like ever it. seen. Dumbest moment. No, not dumbest plays because people make mistakes, but not most brain dead things I've ever seen on a football field, and no one called it out. I'll do it just for you, Sean. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, but that's probably not mainstream enough for it. Joel, you can do it on your sports bet thing. You've got Channel 9. You've got the whole Origin audience. Righto, folks. Uh, Thanks, Brace. Don't worry about the odds. I'm going on a tear right here. (laughs) That's exactly right. All right. Uh, All right. That's it. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're actually going to talk about what we're here for, and that is the never-ending State of Origin series and Game 3, which is a couple of days away. Oh, poetry in motion. The best place to catch an Origin same-game multi is Sportsbet. It's never been easier to find more markets, more offers and bigger odds. If it's a same-game multi, it's Sportsbet. All right, here we go. Here we go. Sean Ormerod, is the betting going up and up for this game? Uh, Game three compared to game two, game two compared to game one. Because I've got to be honest, and maybe it's just me, I'm fatigued. I don't know about you, Joel. I've almost it's it's a long season. We know it's going. We were never going to have November or October Origin ever again. Mm. This is a one and done. I'm just about over. I'm excited for this game. Yeah. But what are the punters thinking, Sean? Are they are they as involved as ever? Yeah, it, like it was game two was was bigger in a turnover sense than than game one. Obviously, game one had all the the other sort of halo effect of the of the election and everything else um, going on, but probably. Didn't do as, as well as we were hoping, sort of internally. Still huge, huge numbers, like twelve million dollars or, so, or something turned over on game two. Um, but I think you're right. There is a bit of fatigue about it, um, and and also the the short backup between games. It just feels like um, game three is still that you know an extra week away. So I think you probably need a bit more time to to let do it. But still seeing huge numbers. Um, from a from a punting perspective, and I guess too because it's a, there's a bit of disparity, Joel, between the two teams in betting. I, I would imagine if it was a dollar ninety each of two, the betting would be through the roof. But because it's because it's so separated, that yeah. discourages betting. Have yeah, I got that right? I, I would say so. Yeah. Sean would know better than me, but well, I would absolutely yeah, say it's, so. It's a it's a funny one when you get closer to to picking games. You know, punters don't have as much confidence as what they as yeah. what they might in a different real short sense, which we've seen. Um, New South Wales have been um, in, the, in the first two games, and obviously at a shorter price, there's a tendency to put more on. So, so turnover can go up with, with that shorty. But um, yes, having said that, Queensland has seen huge support um, at their big prices across the across the three games as well. All right, let's look at some odds. 
And Wednesday night, uh, it is the 12th decider. Have I got this right? 11th or 12th decider at Suncorp. I think it's the 12th because there's been 11. New South Wales have only ever won two deciders at Suncorp Stadium. 1994, maybe the greatest New South Wales team ever assembled. God, that was a good team. Oh, yeah. Daly, Fittler, Stewart, Benny. Yep. Benny at his prime. Benny for origin was an absolute gun. Chief Harrigan, Glenn Lazarus, Tim Brasher. Tim um, Brasher might be the greatest New South Wales fullback of all time. I know, really? I know there's mini fans. Oh, Tedesco. Well, sorry, Tedesco now. Tedesco now. But, yeah. I'm, but yes, Brasher, I think, was the reigning champ. Is, you mentioned two players there who I think are amongst the most underrated all-time players. Brad McKay? No, Ricky Stewart. Oh, yeah. Ricky Stewart and Benny Elias. Yeah. Are they not the, two of the most underrated players in, in the history of the game? Benny in origin was as good as New South Wales had. Yeah. But yeah, you're underrated because... Yeah. I suppose he filled headlines front and back page. He, he he would suit today's game, Benny. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so 94 and 2005. That was under Ricky Stewart, actually. But uh, now people are going to bring up that stat quite often. And it's a it's a fair stat because New South Wales record at Suncorp is pretty ordinary. I think the more relevant stat is they've won twice in 10 years there. The last 10 years, they've won two games at Suncorp Stadium. That, to me, is incredible. But the decider, Sean, to me... That's a small sample. It's 11 games, but over 40 years. To me, that's a very small sample size. I'm not sure I read much into that. And you've got to take the, the strength of, of the Queensland team that we've seen in, in the past as well. Like they, they were never going up this price in a, in a game three. So you'd expect them um, you know, to win to win the majority of them. But I think it's probably more of a mental thing that the Blues have to overcome um, more than anything. Um, I don't think the record... To me, anyway, from a punting perspective, really changes changes too much. The crowd, mm. now she's opened the to a, to a full house. That that will change things um, somewhat. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's all in the strength of this Queensland side compared to, to past eras. It sort of paints a picture for that that record. I never understood why you would allow thirty nine thousand into a ground, but you couldn't allow fifty two. If you could allow seventy five percent, yeah, you've sort of killed off social distancing. Yeah, now that's fine. But then just let let in the full house. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that. the whole thing has been arbitrary, and every government around the world has sort of made it up on the fly. As a, a poor Sean's been a victim of that under you know dictator Dan. Um, <laughs> but um, we see the odds there: the Maroons two ninety, the Blues a dollar forty three. But it will be a full house. And interesting, I'm surprised there's been as much money for Queensland as that suggests, thirty nine percent. I would have thought Sean the punters would have just said Tata to Queensland after last week's one way game. Um, oh, yeah, it was, it was one way, but a lot didn't really go Queensland's way. I mean, they lost um, Munster in what the opening few minutes, yeah. um, which is like that can't be understated. Yeah, the scoreline suggests that it was a it was a, a whopping, but um, yeah, a lot didn't go their way. And when you, it's as I said previously, it's not get Queensland that sort of price at, at Suncorp Stadium. So punters will be looking at it and going, "What the hell's um, going on?" It's it's hard to really disagree that the the weight of money. Um, so I was just in New South Wales favour. It's a line betting where there's that big disparity. Ninety yeah, percent right. is on um, is on the Blues, which has been a trend in in this series. I think the the general feeling is if, if they win, they, they're going to win big. So that's a better um, bet than the than the head to head. And it's, it's sort of it's, that's been my angle as well. The first couple of games, it's only worked out in one of them, but um, game three no different. I don't think six and a half the line. That's 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 that tasty. Half point, you know, mm. uh, little bonus there if, if you like uh, Queensland. $2.90 uh, 
$1.43 are the odds. Um, is that, before I get to you, Joel, is 290 predicated on Munster we think will play or we think Munster will not play? I'm going to guess that says we think Munster will play. Yeah, that's that's Munster in. Um, if he's if he's not, then expect that to, to drift. But I think all, all all everything I've heard is he's passed the the protocols and needs to do, and he'll he'll be there. Okay, so uh, we now look at the game. Uh, Queensland made changes. Christian Walsh came back. We knew that was going to happen, and they're better for that. But Harry Grant makes yeah, him, and and deservedly, what a debut season for Harry Grant. Corey Allen in for poor Philip Sammy, who was um, exposed the other night. Uh, there is talk that Allen could play fullback and Valentine Holmes goes to the wing. Val wasn't particularly imposing from fullback. And, and to be honest, Joel, he hasn't been imposing all year. No, I, I have long had the opinion, not everyone's at Tedesco, that the fullback role is so demanding, mm. right? So the hybrid role, I don't. there's no reason why, you know, Allen or Val, one plays 50, one plays 30 at fullback. To me, that makes logical sense. Where you're sharing the load, both can play both positions, and I just don't know why you wouldn't do that. So I personally think that you'll see Allen and Valentine Holmes both playing okay. periods of the game at fullback. Okay, interesting. Um, have we ever seen that before? But why, why wouldn't you? It just makes so much sense. Um so many positives here for Queensland based off uh, game two. You've got Harry Green in, which is significant. The fly-in, fly-out factor, yes. that is major for yes. New South Wales. Yes. Christian Welsh coming back, he drove he young is. Cleary mad in the grand final. Yes. And in game one, he yes. comes back. Alan Val, I mentioned. Cameron Munster didn't play game two. So there's a lot of things here that are very positive for Queensland. You mentioned, Dan, I'm in love with the line here for Queensland. I'll tell you why. The last 10 games, which you said at Brisbane, mm. Queensland have won eight. Yes. Admittedly, they had star, star team for many of those. No, but not all. You know, the last three or four years, yeah. it's been a very competitive series. Yeah. So 10, 10 of eight. Yeah. And one of those, they got smashed by 24 points, right? Or 28 points. Yeah. But the other loss was four. So therefore, based on this line here of six and a half, nine out of the last 10, not a problem. They've, they've covered that quite easily. So I do like that. Here's a little gem I've found for you. Mm. In those 10 games... The left winger and also the number two, which won't be the case. Xavier Coates is number two. He'll go to the right this time. But the left winger, whether it was Corey Oates, Darius Boyd or Valentine Holmes, mm. has scored in every single one of those games. Okay. The, the Queensland left winger. 15 tries in 10 games. The Queensland left winger has scored in the last 10 games at Brisbane. Okay. Okay. And who's their left winger well, this time? Well, I think it's going to be a hybrid of Valentine and, and Corey well, Allen. Can. Okay. All right. Um I suppose the left wing makes sense because players are more naturally passing right to left. That's yeah. their natural side. So when they're on an attacking right. road, they own their guns at the left side. Uh, we have not seen... So the value is probably with Valentine Holmes because if I'm thinking he's going to spend some time on the wing, yep. well, he's going to be priced as a fullback, right? So you're probably going to get a bit of price about Val. Oh, I think you're overthinking this. Pro probably. <laughs> you, you think you think Val plays eighty minutes of fullback? I, th I think whoever plays, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Alan played fullback. Yeah, but whoever starts there, well, if that's plays the case, you're getting, you're getting fullback odds that's for right. Val. That's yeah. right. Um, no, uh, there's a question on this rundown. Has Nathan Cleary shut the critics up? He shut them up until eight o'clock on Wednesday because if they get beat, don't tell me he's not back in the firing line. Yeah, 
I agree yeah. with that. The I, New I, South Wales media, we are relentless. We're not going to. We are what have we are the ultimate. What have you done for me lately, society? Yeah. So uh, this this game it has got. Don't worry about Queensland one to twelve. Don't worry about New South Wales one to twelve. The try bet. Six or less either side. That's okay, the Okay, you like the yeah. yeah no, man of the match I'm looking at here, Tedesco. That's for me. If New South Wales win, six dollars. Yep. You don't have to ask the yep. coal miner. He's, he's I was I was huge. I was huge on him last week. I I loved that bet when he was five fifty last week and it was it, it was he was the best on. He'd take Cleary out. And no, yeah, I like, agree. I don't, I don't think we should skim over um like just how good Cleary was last week. That was one of the best games that I've I've ever seen. It was off the charts. Um, the, this is all set up for, for Tedesco and man of the match. I think he's six bucks this week. It might be a better bet than last. There's a tendency to not give to the same player um, two games in a row. He's, he, both his games were huge, put up huge, huge numbers. He scored a try last week, set up a couple more. So he doesn't have to go too far away from that again. And he's, it's his. So no, that'll be that'll be where my money's going as well. Yeah, on a fast deck. Yeah. I can just, if you saw those win. I could just see Tedesco pinballing down them, but just creating all sorts of havoc. But I'm with Sean. I thought Tedesco, Cleary was excellent, excellent. I mean, I mean the 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 kicking game was superb. Yeah. Um, the forty twenty at the end. You knew once he kicked the forty twenty, you thought, well, he's clearly yeah, going to get that in the match. But also, someone said this. I don't know if it was Bill Simmons or someone else in America said the MVP, which is obviously man of the match. I thought you were going to say they're tuning into the Origin. Is all about narrative. Yeah. And the narrative was all about That's Nathan right. Cleary. That's right. So he answered. The critics and um, and the narrative that, 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 was about Cameron Smith. We paid out on him in Origin in uh, the Grand Ma, Final. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You can, hey, can you talk me out of this, boys? Can you talk me out of this? Fresh legs, and we've seen the value of fresh legs in the final series in Origin. Mm. Forty-one dollars, and he's playing out of his skin. Christian Welsh, man of the match in a dour affair. Can you talk me out of that? Uh, I probably couldn't talk you out of it. How many? He, he needs to play big minutes. That's his. That's his only issue. I yeah. think. But he's. He, like he's been in superb form. Um, it was a huge out for them last week, and it'll certainly take the heat off uh, Big Pappy this week having him having him there again. I think they've they've just been they probably need another ten or fifteen minutes out of Papali, yeah. um, which is obviously very very hard to do at, at Origin level. He's been here for sort of 40, 45 minutes, but um, having Welsh there is it's a, it's a huge in. And I, I everything that you said at the at the start of the preview there, sure, but I, I do like what they've done yeah. with team changes. I wasn't sure that they were going to get down that path. Um, but Harry Grant's great to see him. He should have been in there from from should game one. Should have. And the poor old Philip Sammy. Well, he, he really should have never been in the in, in Origin camp to be, to be fair. And he got found out in a bad way. So that change is positive as well. Whether it's Val or Alan, I'm not too sure. Um, I do like I do like what they've done. I would. I, I'm not going to try and talk you out of Christian Wills. Yeah. I, I think I had him for Churchill, um, but I would have Tino, thirty four dollars. Yeah, I saw because, him too because he. Because of the way he runs, it's so noticeable. Christian Welsh is a quiet achiever. You'll yeah. see him you go, bloody hell, he got 150 metres. Could Tino be the best forward in the game in two years? He could be, couldn't he? No question. Yeah. He, 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 in essentially his debut year, it's not his debut year, he played a few games last year, has made an or, a starting origin team. Yeah, well, his start is Sonny Bielesk. Yeah, 100%. It is, isn't it? So I can see Tino, and speaking of Tino and Payne Haas, I think we can. I think we can safely say that rugby league, the NRL, has rubber stamped brawling is back in Origin by only giving seven hundred and fifty dollars oh. fines for, for contrary conduct. Contrary conduct. Uh, again, that just got the Volandis touch written. It was all like, over. It was like, righto, boys, there's a fine. But do 
do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I mean, let's, we almost, we might as well. We might as well, if we're going to do that, keep the suspensions, but let's go down the horse racing path. Now, oh, you, can, yes. you can ride in the Melbourne Cup Carnival, yeah, yes. but you're going to miss the trial against the Warriors in Rotorua yeah, next year. Exactly Sorry about right. that. Exactly right. So, I mean, let's rort the rules, but let's be consistent about the rort. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited about Tino versus Payne. So am I. Uh, what about Uncle Wayne trying to divert the attention? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Blaming the, the papers. You uh, media, you media. But players never read the papers. Yeah. Um, in fact, let's go into our same game multi. Sean, you can kick us off. Yeah, for the for the same game, I've got New South Wales to, to cover. Um, and Teddy and Fox both on try scorers. The, the, the right edge is where they need to be going. Um, with Capewell playing out of position, he, you know, he defends okay, but he's still a, a back row playing the centre. So I think it be a surprise to anyone to see the traffic go down that side again. Um, but as far as a singles play goes, I think like I don't think this line is too far away from from about being right. And um, I, I think there's more upside in, in backing New South Wales, but I'd, I'd probably go down the 13 plus path, which I've done in the first two games as well. Could can definitely see it playing out the way you see as well, Sugar, real dour affair. But um, New South Wales have got a lot more points across the park than than what this Queensland team does. And as we've seen it before in in um, live game threes, if a team gets on the front foot, they can put a number um, on the opposition. So I think the thirteen plus is where my uh, singles bet will probably be, as well as Teddy Man of the match. You can't you can't beat it. Okay, for nice odds, five dollars, particularly when you got the Fox, who just seems. Monty to score every time he plays. I'm just trying to bring up my stats here. He already, he he is, I think, equal third all-time New South Wales try scorers. Really? Equal third or fourth. Okay. I'll bring that up in a second, but he's got eight. Um, so he is, 11 is the record for wow. New South Wales. Is that now, right? Yeah, Queen, Queen. Is that Jared Hayne? Here we go. Um, or Brett Morris, maybe. Brett Morris, No. Jared Hayne, 11. Michael O'Connor, 11. Oh, wow. In third, Tamana Tahu, Anthony Minicello, Freddie, and Josh Adokar, eight tries. He's only 25 still. Oh, he, he'll end up with that record. And for Queensland, Dan Gagai, who uh, we keep thinking is going to score. Well, he didn't. Well, it's Darius then, GI, isn't it? Yeah, it's Darius, 18. Boyd, 17. Slater and Shearer, 12. Gagai, 11. Yeah, they, Darius will have that for 50 years. Oh, you don't think Gagai's no, going to get well, there? Well, unless Holmes clicks into gear. Mm. Holmes, Holmes could get there. He's got eight mm. already, hasn't he? Mm. Um, he's got, yes. He had eight in five games. Yeah, he needs to be back week. on that wing, though. He does. All right, your same game multi, please, Joel Kane. Yeah, I'm going to go Queensland. As I said, could have gone the try bet, but I'll go Queensland here, plus six and a half. So I'll take uh, them with the start. And, look, I could have thrown in Val or Corey Allen. I do like one of them. And, look, Tedesco, he's just... He, he just loves scoring Ooh, in big games, doesn't juicy he? Juicy odds. Yeah. Juicy odds. You know he's going to be around the ball. You know he's going to have 20 runs. Yeah. $10.75. And then I'll just bring up mine uh, for Prosperity. And uh, it's sort of similar. It's down the same path as um, as Sean. Blues head to head. I, I don't trust them. To, this has a very similar series feel to last year, funnily enough. Queensland upset in the first game, 18-14. Same score. New South Wales blowout game yeah. two. Yeah. Game three, remember... It was 20-all with one minute to play. So oh, six and a half is too many for me, so I'll take the Blues. Xavier Coates, how can you not predict him to score a try? He can find the line, and you've got Dane Gagai setting him up and Josh Adokar. Now, you, you'd go, geez, there's some favourites you picked. Well, look at that, $5.75. 
See, I like the odds there. Five seventy five. Yeah, I like that too. Is that the greatest finish to a try you've ever seen? Xavier Coates. I think Israel uh, Folau had one which I think was better or origin. at least equal, yes. Yeah, for origin for sure. The origin, greatest yeah, it's right up there. The greatest yeah. finish I think I've seen for a try was Shark Park Gold Coast. Was it David Mead who scooped it off one handed off the sideline on the half volley? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. That that that's about as good as you see, isn't it? Yes. And and also Shark Park was it Brett Morris playing for the Dragons? I was, I was, I was right on that corner with the kids. Yeah. At that uh, north western side. Again, it's about you. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's a joke. I just set you. Up. I just set you up. Uh, 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 all right. So we've got our um, origin tips sorted. Is there anything we like? And we will be back March next year sometime. Love to be some negotiations, Joel, by the way. Um, but anyway, who do I negotiate now? The guy I negotiated with no longer here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'll just put in an invoice. All my losing bets here, pay them. You're actually negotiating with back. me, but now you've been bagging me. Don't expect that. Uh, I'm not negotiating much. with you. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, well, my rate's gone up 50%. Yeah. Um, you think I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, do, do you expect any major changes for the NRL? I mean, nothing's been set. Peter Volandis keeps saying we're going to go back to normal. What is the new normal? Is it the old normal or is it... Is it? I mean, Origin's going back to July, roughly, June, July. We lock that in. Yeah. Um, is anything else going to change? Or, or do you think March 15 or middle of March, Thursday night, we're back as normal? Uh, I don't think too much changes, does it? I don't it? think so either. Um, mm. Has anyone, Sean, been pumping money into a premiership team uh, this early on? No, not not really. Like it's it's been funny, obviously, with Origin on. That's been where everyone's focus um, has been. So, and to be fair, I haven't really had a good look at the, the futures book for a few a few weeks. Um, probably the biggest surprise, well, not a surprise, because they've recruited really well, is that is the price that the Titans are probably going to get off the shortest um, shortest quote for them for, for some time. But they've they're building a really, really good squad, and I hope, I hope they can put a good year together next year. I'll be cheering for them next year. They are, and, and again, narrative. They're going to get a lot of media, so people are going to read the media and think, "Oh, I might just have a little sneaky bet on the Gold Coast." Do they end up with a a storm dummy half? I, I think the odds. Are you allowed to put a market up on where Cam Smith will be next year? I thought he made. Oh, I wish we could. I thought he gave quotes this week. He's not playing at Melbourne next year. I'm almost certain he's not playing at Melbourne because he said, I will not yeah. do that to Harry or If Brandon. it means Smith, losing one of them, he wouldn't do it. That's what he said, didn't he? But the fact that it is now late November mm. and he hasn't retired, I think the Titans are in the mix. So why why wouldn't he? Was he still just trying to negotiate? Is that, why wouldn't we know that now? Mate, you know what? I, I bagged him for writing the book. But in this instance, maybe he actually doesn't know. Maybe he's not sure. Maybe he's trying to set the narrative. Actually, hang on. I just had a thought. I just had a thought. He's going to do the book tour, all right? He's going to do interviews. I don't think he'll do many interviews, but he'll do enough where it'll get plenty of publicity. And that's where you set the narrative. I couldn't do this to the Melbourne Storm. I couldn't do this to the Melbourne Storm. They've got to worry about their future. Therefore, you've set the table that when he goes to Gold Coast, he's doing it to do the Storm a favour rather than being selfish and getting one last paycheck. And I actually think the I actually think the reasoning would be actually quite sound. I've had a look at the itinerary for the book. The book tour. And the final he stop jo- is a Pacific Fair on the Gold Coast. Is oh, it? It's all set up. <laughs> no. It's all set up. I think you're going to say the final stop was Joel and Fletch on SEN. 
Hey, uh, <laughs> listen, I, I saw the great Benji Marshall on the weekend. Mm-hmm. He's got no idea what he's doing, right? And we had a real brief chat, and I said, Benji, don't worry about the dosh. You got it. You've got to retire with a premiership. Look, look, look what it did for Mick Ennis's career post football. That he retired with a premiership. True. So you've got, and he can't leave Sydney, is my understanding, right? right? So therefore, which club would you go to that could win you a cop? And I've got it down to two. If he goes there, well, let's let's rattle these. Up. Uh... And he's saying he's got bills to pay and whatever else. But you got to... Like, going around for one more yeah, year... Yeah, but there's a media change. career. He, he can sign with Fox or Nine. Anyway, can't And he? he'd get a good... I reckon he'd get more. Well, it's a different market these days. If I, if I, I had think to he'd make almost, I think he'd almost make more as a media personality. Yeah, Roosters be... You can front up at the that's, Roosters and win a cop straight away. That's right. That's his wheelhouse. Get yourself to the Roosters with Robbo. Yeah. Kiri, number seven, mm. Benji, six, Teddy. You retire with the premiership. Kaboom. Now, but I don't think he has to win a premiership. Oh, it'd, be, it'd be lovely. No, he, no, he, doesn't, he doesn't have to do anything. No, no, no. But, but, you're, you're but imagine he shares if he retired Benji Marshall yeah. with a premiership. It, it would be but just... You, you said Mick Ennis had to win one, and I think that's true. No, I didn't say he had to win one, but it, it, but it was massive it for It certainly him. helped. And, and when he makes his big comments on Fox, he has extra gravitas yes. because he won a comp. Now, yes. that might actually be unfair to players that haven't won comps because it mightn't be their fault. It is unfair, but it's true. But it is true. Yes. But Benji, the, the reputation is... So he's already won a comp anyway, but yeah, but I can't see too many other clubs where it had actually. It can't go back to the Dragons. We can't go to see us with Walker. No, he's not going to go to see Penrith. No, Parramatta. No, they got Dylan Brown and Mitchell Moses. Um, so there's not Manly. Well, they, they've committed to Kieran Foran. Yeah, that's right. So Foran and Cherry Evans. So he's not going to go there. I think you're wasting your time going to Canberra. I wouldn't bother. The, the, go there in three, you know, in three years' time. If he was still going, which he obviously won't be, that that would. Be if I was him, yeah, I'm going to Parramatta or the Roosters. No further questions. Can't go to Parramatta. I'd love to see. They, they can't. They can't put their eggs in the Dylan Brown Mitchell Moses basket for two, three years, and then just say, "Ah, oh, we're bailing. We're we're handing the keys to Benji." Yeah. Well. <laughs> if I'm Benji, I'm not saying I'm from Parramatta. No, no. If I'm Benji, I'm going to Parramatta or the Roosters. Okay, that's it. I think we're done. Have we got anything else to cover? All right. Uh, a very big thank you to all the people behind the scenes here because it does take a few people to put this together. Shane Gold, who I've mentioned many times. Uh, excellent. Joy came on as producer this year. That's why we almost, yes. look, profe- almost look professional and, you know, uh, somehow organised. Uh, and Alex and Wayne and Alicia. Suze. Suze, yes. Who's off uh, doing voiceovers for Fox and, and looking at naked people on Big Brother <laughs> yeah. as a producer there. Uh, is that on Big Brother at the moment? Uh I don't know. I don't know. Not yet, apparently. If they offered no. Big Brother, right, they said, right, the Big Brother, uh, you got to pay 50 bucks pay-per-view and you get every camera. Would you pay every camera? No. I wouldn't, but there'd be... No, a... I'm saying, would there be an audience? Oh, absolutely. Oh, there'd be, there'd be a million sickos would pay that. <laughs> a million yeah. sickos. All right, that's it. Joel, it's been <laughs> what fa- fabulous. <laughs> Working with you, mate. Absolutely, Dan. We'll be back uh, in a few weeks by looks of the Negotiations pending. Sean yeah. Ormerod, thank you very much. Welcome back to Sydney. And we will Thanks, eventually... Thanks, boys. I'll see you in the real world. And check Can't out wait. Twitter for Shawnee's picture as well, folks. It's a crap. <laughs> He's a better man than me because I would have ended the show with you on, on the recliner. I would have ended it. Nah. But as such, Merry Christmas. It's only a month away. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you next year. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. Gamble responsibly.